0: What's up, you guys? It's Sean Ross Sapp. It's Fightful. It's July 6th, 2022. Before we even get into this show, I want to send uh, well wishes to our friend Jeff Hawkins. He undergoes surgery uh, on Thursday. He mentioned this on uh, the Forbidden Door post show. Send in love to Jeff Hawkins. We love you, buddy. Uh, we hope you heal up soon. Send your, your well wishes to him on Twitter at crapgame Thirteen. Hoping for the best, my friend. But we've got AEW Dynamite to talk about. And we've got a whole lot of stuff to plug here at Fightful. I got, just got back from Vegas. I'm heading to Toronto next week. I got Nashville in a few weeks. We got interviews all over the place. Fightful Select has scoops. And we have a ton of AEW backstage news for you guys right now. And we got Alex Pawlowski here. He's over there on that Fightful Select service. Hey. I am
4: uh i'm it's it's wednesday so i'm always doing good because not only is it because it's it's aw but thursday is my night off and and also uh my my folks are coming to visit my parents are coming to visit tomorrow they're flying in i'm gonna spend my evening off where are they from um i grew up in oregon so they still live out there wow and so they're flying over they haven't been in uh since last summer so coming out they're seeing the new place Get a show Listen, around the new digs. It'll they be made
0: it this far without dying of dysentery. And that's what happens that, every time I play Oregon Trail. That's
4: true. That's true.
0: And and they're coming to see you. We love to see it. Yep. Uh, guys, get in your super chats. Get in your humper chats. Today, there was no list in your boy, but we had a very engaging 40-minute show and then a very engaging 15-minute post show on Fightful Select. Uh, it is the What Do You Guys Want to Talk About podcast. Where I just I had no topics. I just said whatever you guys super chat and humper chat, that's what we'll talk about. Uh we're we're going to start to do that more. But if you want that every single week, how about this Fightfulselect.com has a Q&A show every single week. I'm going to tell you guys how to subscribe to that for just $5, an awful lot. But check out that show and next week if all goes according to plan, I'll be live in studio with Jimmy Van. Over the past month, we'll have had or the past couple of months, live studio shows for Grapsity, for uh, myself and Denise, as well as myself and Jimmy Van. Uh, I want to thank Cole from Blue Wire Studios for having myself and Denise in studio. It was a lot of fun, but that's all the past, and I don't really give a damn about Denise anymore. We got Alex Pawlowski here. We're talking (laughs) AEW Dynamite. Get in your Super Chats. Get in your Humper Chats. If you don't know what a Humper Chat is, go over to HumperChats.com. This allows you to leave questions uh, before or after we go on the air. This week, we did our post-raw review uh, the day after, due to the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And we had a lot of unique super chatters and humper chatters that don't usually get to watch the show. But you can leave a humper chat whenever you want at humperchats.com. It's not like super chats on YouTube that disappear if you leave them too early. So head over to humperchats.com. Also check out my interview with Theory today that I kept in the can forever. Thought about not even releasing it, but I was like, God oh, damn, and he won money in the bank. Let's go ahead and do it. Alex, does it surprise you that he found out about an hour before he was wrestling Brock Lesnar that he was wrestling Brock Lesnar at Madison Square Garden?
4: No. There you go. It does not, it does not surprise me in the least. As a matter of fact, uh, if you ask me, uh, how, how long before he was wrestling Brock Lesnar do you think that he <laughs> yes. figured out he was wrestling Brock was like, About an hour. About an hour, probably. Probably about an it hour.
0: He was, was like... <laughs>
4: he <laughs> was like yeah i saw the speculation online and we didn't
0: know and then it's like oh you're wrestling brock lesnar cool yep bake05 says something about this show felt off i rather enjoyed this show he also said i love jr maybe it's time uh he hang up the commentary maybe go into talent management tony taz and excalibur works so much better well they've already sort of lightened his load so to speak alex but right even then there are some errors but Talent management, I don't know if that's... I mean, that was his role like 20 years ago.
4: Right. I mean, this is the thing. I, I think that uh, you could figure out a way to, uh, to to squeeze in there. Maybe be difficult because, Lord knows, the women don't get enough time on Dynamite as it is. Sure. But to squeeze in maybe like every other week, sitting down with JR in one of those pre-recorded interviews backstage... Those are always really good. Maybe we get to find something out about a talent we don't really know about. Maybe that's more of his role. If Mark Henry can just do, it's time for the main event every week, and that's his whole job, then JR can just do a backstage interview every other week, and that'll be fine too. Because he did only do an hour of the show tonight, and he was cantankerous, and like was he forgot he was calling wrestling at one point and just like was was calling Brody King Brody Lee, maybe it's just time for him to maybe do only one match every month. Maybe
0: we got people telling us that the fight feed is still rolling live and they are uh, running Rampage right now. But uh, avoid spoilers in the chat, please. Uh, I would greatly appreciate that, guys, if if you could. In Simmons says the show set up set up a lot or set up a lot of good storylines. Yes, it did. One of those being Wardlow is the AEW TNT champion, and this is the hottest that Wardlow has felt since Double or Nothing. Yeah, and listen, that MJF stuff was a great piece of business for Fightful. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm very glad that that was a news story we had to cover. However, it almost objectively cooled off Wardlow because three days after Wardlow's crowning moment, Mm -hmm. he was like the ninth most important thing on that show. And it didn't feel like he had recovered until tonight, Alex. And tonight it really felt like he recovered. That looked like if you go back and you look at the background, Sands the signs. It felt like a 1997 WCW crowd with people like throwing their arms up and standing up and cheering. You could see them raising their beers in the background. Like besides the lack of signs, holy cow, that was white hot for Wardlow. Scorpio sky. Didn't do a ton during this match. Uh It was him getting beaten up and power bombed. He had been working hurt. Uh Uh, Wardlow beat up ATT. If, Wardlow is, or if Scorpio is hurt, I thought this was brilliant booking uh, to, to kind of preserve him, but uh, let's start with Wardlow. I know I covered a lot of ground there. He felt like the guy again.
4: Oh, absolutely. Um, the the thing about it is that I, this being a street fight, uh, it did not feel like a street fight at any at any point. It felt like, at one point, maybe a lumberjack match kind of Um, and it was just like an idea of like, well, um, we want it to be legal for all these guys to get involved. So therefore it's a street fight. When he was, when the whole thing started with him walking from the, through the backstage area to get to the ring, I was like, here comes Scorpio probably with a chair to the back and they're going to start the street fight backstage. And then they'll mosey on in through the crowd to the ring. There wasn't a chair to the back ever. There was one, um, uh, Belt shot to the head, which we'll talk about, I'm sure. Um, but that would have that was completely legal, so it wasn't like, oh, hey, he's cheating. There was a nut shot. It, it didn't feel really like a street fight. Um, but I, I, I did, I did enjoy Wardlow uh, getting that response from the crowd, uh, uh, being being an absolute hero when like getting out there. There's like seven MMA fighters, and he's, he's like squares up. Like he's he's just the best.
0: Uh, also, I want to say shout out to Kevin Matthews for for first off being there, but being a part of American Top Team across Impact and AEW. I, I know a lot of people just quite honestly they avoided Impact like the plague back then, but uh, I love that. I love that. I think that's that's a great bit a bit of continuity. And if Scorpio Sky has been hurt, uh, Deuce says a weird thank you tweet from Scorpio Sky went up after this match. Hope he's not done with AEW. Have you heard anything, Sean? Well, I can tell you um, he is not done with AEW. He signed a five year extension last year. So he's going to be there for quite a while. Uh, he's. I think he's been working banged up. And again, I don't want to speak for him, but I mean, we had kind of heard that. And this match was constructed very much like yes. he was Alex.
4: Mm-hmm. It was, it was constructed to, to, to help him through it. Um, all oh, there's a lot of bells and whistles, smoke and mirrors. You, you have, um, Wardlow, uh, fighting American top team twice, basically. Um, uh, there wasn't a whole lot that, that Scorp did. um, to, to push himself physically, um, if, if the whole thing was well, you're gonna you will let well, you go out. You'll re- do some rehab. You'll work out whatever this injury is, um, and then you'll come back strong, and we'll go from there. Uh, the best guy, I think, to put the title on to get away from that whole top team thing, um, all you from Lambert and and the 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 residue of Sammy Guevara. Like all of that, just put it on Wardlow, start a new story. There's a, all kinds of people he can fight. The first guy he should fight for that title, if Scorpius hurt, is Ethan Page. And if you want me to tune in to your show, put Wardlow versus Ethan Page on there. I'm not missing it.
0: Well, unfortunately, Ethan Page just lost. But a quick Battle Royal Easy. tournament, something yeah. like that can can certainly... Uh, rectify that. Dream Ninja right. says Wardlow is white hot over tonight and Jesus Herman Christmas, that Christian promo. Dynamite has been great every week. I can't wait to talk about that Christian yeah. promo. But N Simmons says to me, they basically use the street fight to work around Sky being injured. Also, that Swanton Bomb OMG when his contract is up, yeah. give him all the money. He's a special talent. Wardlow really gets is. it. He's, you know, I, I don't think that he's quite as charismatic as a Dave Batista, but the comparisons are there. And once upon a time, people were saying that Batista wasn't quite charismatic enough. And not only that, Alex, people were saying that he was going to fail in Hollywood. Now, granted, that was around the time Wrong Side of Town came out. Yeah. And that's understandable. But um, I think Wardler's doing all the right things. I think he's killing it.
4: Yeah, um, he's effortlessly cool. And I I, I just think all he's got to do is stand there with that little smirk on his face. Like, like, there's the things is that we the whole storyline of him through the MJF story, like, because it kind of cooled off there after double or nothing, you forget like how cool a moment it was when MJF took a run, like a running start, hit him with that first strap shot. And he laughed like yeah. how cool that was he's got that kind of cool factor to him. And now as champ, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they book, award low championship run Um, uh, because I I, I uh, I'm I'm very I'm very intrigued how that all comes together but I, I I really enjoyed his his thing I think he's got a thing now you know like when the straps come down there's a level before that where he does like the strap thing where he like runs his thumbs up and down the straps a few times yeah like, that gets the crowd going early in the match he's he's got something he's, he really does
0: oh man I want to correct something. Manuel says that nobody corrected uh, J.R. when he said Brody Lee instead of Brody King. They did. They they did it in a very casual way. They just said his name out loud, and right. then then J.R. recognized it. And, like, if, if anything's going to get me to go get J.R. off the headset, it ain't going to be that. Two right. guys with the same name, yeah. uh, one-syllable last names, like – Brody Lee is a name that's said quite often in AEW, so it's not going to be like that. I don't think that was malicious or anything like that. Yeah. But Rerun says, I'm so excited for what Wardlow does with the TNT title. May all the meaty men slap meat over this title. Oh, we're going to get some some meat grinding right yeah. here. Yeah. In Simmons says, to me, they basically... Uh, uh, we, well, we read that one, Luis. Luis! Thank you for your work, Luis. I appreciate you, but... We did read that one already. Ryan Lambert says, am I the only one who groans with JR on commentary? Evidently not, Ryan. Damn, it's Smidget. Says, we need sub badges. I know a guy who can do great ones for a decent price. Love to Fightful forever. Um, I, I believe we've got those, or we should have those. We should have those. And Eloquent is there at the show. Our good friend Eloquent, who was on a retro review with Rob Wilkins and Fightful Select recently, said it's been a blast. Great first show to go to. I heard they got Eddie and Takeshita on Rampage.
4: Man, th- th- you can't drop that thing in our laps just casually. Oh, by the way, on Friday, you're going to watch <laughs> any Kingston versus Takeshita. I ain't <laughs> working. Listen,
0: crazy. listen, I ain't working Friday, but I'll be watching Friday.
4: <laughs>
0: Jeff says, regardless, they need to get JR out of here. I, I think they should leave him. For- he should have done the main event. I think he should have done the main event. That would have been cool. Yeah.
4: Wardlow is CNT and champion. How are you feeling about that? Um, I'm 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 very excited to see uh, what, what the, the the other thing is that every every TNT title reign has felt like its own thing. You know what I mean? Um, uh, the, the, the there was a mishmash of Sammy, then Cody, then back to Sammy, then the whole American Top Team thing, and there was the Sammy turning heel with Tay and all that. Mm-hmm. It's all kind of jumbled together. But before that. Miro had his own storyline with that title and the way he defended it. Darby as well. Like, I'm, I, I don't care what you throw at me. I'm not losing this title. I'll die in the ring if I have to. That kind of thing. Everybody had their own storyline. And so I'm really interested to see what, how they decide to tell the story of Wardlow as TNT champion.
0: We got Mark Sterling trying to file a lawsuit against Swerve. Uh, so we, he tried to get Cassidy... Lee he would got uh, Ricky Starks to sign it earlier the thing I love about Ricky Starks is no matter what anybody else is doing yeah it's ridiculous to him yes he's like what are you up to <laughs> like it's it's never normal if anybody yeah. else is doing it to Ricky yeah. Starks yep and I love that that's like such a unique character trait
4: yes
0: where like everything's funny to him because yeah. he hasn't thought to do it yeah it's really remarkable stuff but yeah Mark Sterling doing this is just fun yeah. and harmless and heelish and entertaining, and I'm digging it, man. Like a, a lot of people were worried, like what's going to happen with him after the Jade Cargill Stokely uh, Stokely pairing? He's doing just fine.
4: He's doing just fine. Uh, I I really like this little through line uh, through the night. The Ke- Keith Lee uh, dismissing them very eruditely, and then the whole thing <laughs> with um.
0: <laughs> I like Cass- how I
4: like how cordial he was.
0: Regardless, yes, he's like Mark. How are you doing,
4: <laughs> gentlemen? Good Gentleman, to see you on. Yes. Good to see you on this eve. Uh, uh, but he, uh, the the thing with with them, uh, with Mark and niece and Cassidy, uh, and Cassidy saying, "Hold on, I don't I don't sign anything without, without talking to my lawyer first. And then here comes Dan House, yes, it is I, his lawyer. Ah, we do not we don't sign anything. Um, yeah, that was, that was just, uh, brilliant. Um, I loved it. I loved everything about it. Uh, objection overruled. Uh, all of that was amazing.
0: Very good stuff here. JDB Pringle says Wardlow is champ opens up so many storylines. It does. It's, it's fresh. Get it away from the scene that it was in. Yeah. Christian cage and Luchasaurus. Mm-hmm. So Matt Hardy was invaluable, even if just to be a a punching bag here, because what he did was he got here and he stood there while Christian Cage continued to get over. Mm -hmm. But also, Matt Hardy had some accountability. He had some humility. And let me tell you, Christian's like, yeah, you should feel like shit, bro. You suck. But (laughs) Christian said things like, you're starting to make your brother look like the sober one. That got a big ooh from the crowd. Said, uh, (laughs) you have no problem turning a blind eye to your brother's problems to get one last run out of him. Yeah. And you were the thing that your family's most embarrassed about, he said. And Matt Hardy's out there saying, like, I'm not going to let you use luchasaurus and he's like, I used private party, I used butcher and blade. And Christian's like, Oh, no, 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 it goes further than that. You use your kids, you use your wife, you use your father-in-law, you use a damn lawnmower, right. you don't even use that a drone, you name a drone,
4: a dilapidated a boat. boat,
0: all of it. Like, this was really good because it was a guy like ever. I didn't feel like everybody can identify with screwing up, which Matt Hardy very clearly has done. And not only that, his brother is screwed up but he's taking accountability for it. Even though we know, we know that what Jeff did wasn't his fault. He's still taking accountability for it. And Christian's like, LOL,
4: piece of shit. Couldn't be me. Not me. Yeah. God, this was good, Alex. It was, it was, it was very good. Um, I, there's, there is, um, I'm, I'm all right with the idea of using somebody's addiction as fodder for a storyline and and to get over the the heel um uh it there's a line that I don't think should be crossed and and Christian put his toes on that line. He didn't yeah. go over it, but his toes were on that line. It was masterfully done because it wasn't about Jeff, it was about Matt. It was about Matt like like th- that was that was the thing of it. It was never like your brother is this sloppy drunk and who, who needs, you know, he needs to, to hang him up. You should never, you know, whatever. It's not that it's, it's you decided to run, ride his coattails and for one last run, because, because you're pathetic without him like that, that to me is a difference maker. Um, uh, I, I also just love this, this whole thing. Like, like the, there's the old, the old story of the golem, like the the this giant statue that is that it does its master's bidding and that's basically what what we're doing here with Luchasaurus. He is this Frankenstein's monster. Um and and I I, lo- I love the way that, that the Christian directs him to do everything and he just does it. Um it's it's a it's a very um age old uh type of trope but it works really really well here.
0: You can get a match or two out of this. Uh, Luchasaurus and Matt Hardy Chris Rain says Christian not holding anything back I'm loving the Luchasaurus presentation he badly needed this freshen up uh, did Luchasaurus Mm -hmm. like I was I mean I'm pretty sure you all can tell if you watch the show I was over Luchasaurus right and now
4: I'm not now I'm very excited it's it's weird how like it's really really hard to make a big guy work as a baby face over long periods of time because he'll, he just does the same like crowd popping stuff. And then he, it, especially if he's a guy a luchasaurus, he doesn't say much. So you're still not going to get over that way. It can kind of get tired, but all of a sudden you turn it on its head and now he gets to be brutal and he gets to like throw guys around and choke slam them through tables. And it feels like, oh no, that, that guy's a real monster. Now it's a, it's a good thing to be able to do that with him. Brian says, I
0: love Luchasaurus having final boss entrance complete with intimidating theme yeah. and obnoxious pyro. Yes. Yes. I mean, he is Rezar and Taka right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he's a very competent – well, okay, Rezar and Taka weren't competent. But no. they were badasses. They were. Um, he's like if you combined Krang with Rezar and Taka. We'll say that much. And then you go on to Christian Cage, who is – that final boss yeah tom Lavalley, actually that was for butcher in the blade let me go up here jd pringle he says using persona strife as fodder is dangerous so far they've done it masterfully evil dino man is so so good it yep. is a wonderful welcome change in simmons says can't wait for his take off the mask moment mm. i don't know if it'll be a baby face or a heel moment though and yeah. that's what that's what i'm excited for man do you how do you think he'll change? You think he'll be clean-shaven, Alex? He might. You never know, you know? Well, you know what? I'd suggest he use our new sponsor, Harry's.com slash Fightful. They just cut the fight feed, but you know what? You can cut that hair on your face and do it at a much more affordable way. Harry's.com slash Fightful. You got to make that daily routine yours. You got to find something you're comfortable with. And that's what Harry's is all about. And first time Harry's customers can redeem a starter set for just $3 at harrys.com slash Fightful. That includes a five-blade cartridge, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover to protect your blades on the go. A $13 value just for $3. And not only that, that's a $13 value for Harry's. If you're going elsewhere for your blades, it's going to be a lot more expensive. You're going to have to basically learn how to pick a lock at the supermarket. You don't want to deal with all that. Harry's.com slash Fightful has you covered. I love that weighted handle, too. Helps out a ton. You get everything you need for a great shave and nothing but that. Harry's blades hold up better than ever. Guys who've tried it say their eighth shave is just as sharp as their first. And that newly designed weighted handle I talked about looks almost as fresh as you'll feel after using it. And I love this. I love this for our sponsors. They're still using that no-risk trial. If you don't like your shave, no worries. It's on them at harrys.com slash fightful. New look. Same incredible offer. There's never been a better time to give Harry's a try. Go to harrys.com Fightful. Get your starter set for just $3.
1: Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit mfm.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.
0: That's harrys.com slash fightful. Love them. Josh Weaver says, I just love Christian and Tom Kosaurus. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah me too so when i look at luchasaurus i mean i love tomco with christian but yeah in almost every way luchasaurus is an upgrade for me Mm
4: -hmm.
0: like he's he's more imposing especially compared to this roster he's better in the ring he's got an established track record yeah he's got more upside as well like i I see him as
4: yeah well there's also that that whole like he and jungle boy were best friends and the idea that that christian turned him evil so quickly we haven't seen luchasaurus and jungle boy interact yet yeah like that that first encounter is going to be amazing but the i feel like we all probably know where this is headed Where like jungle boy is like i i know there is good yet within you luchasaurus I feel the good within you. Be be good again. I, there's, there's, that's going to be a great moment, too.
0: Shot Kid says, can they legally not use the Vibora name? I'd be shocked if they couldn't. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> who's going to sue them? Dario um, Cueto. Yeah, Dario <laughs> Cueto. <laughs> Bill says, Luchasaurus unmasks and a peewee voice pops out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Lord Kev says the pool noodle rises. Did we just become best friends? SGS for life. SRS isn't bad either. Much love from Southeast Ohio. Miss Kate is still the best though. She's all right. She's all right. She's pretty good. Sorry. Get in those super chats. Get in those humper chats, guys. How about this? I'm going to drop an interview with Bianca Belair on Friday. Early access on FightfulSelect.com on Thursday for tier two members. Early notes will be up as well. Uh, but uh, today on Fightful Select, we had a bunch of news, including some news about Colt Cabana, which was pretty pertinent to additional news that we had put out over the last week. Uh, Alan Angels, we did his only interview. Mm-hmm. Upon leaving AEW, he confirmed to Fightful that his deal was up on July 1st. Uh, they had declined to extend his deal, but offered him a per-appearance deal, and he told Fightful that uh, he passed on that and felt like he could increase his spot in AEW, but he feels like he has to leave in order to do that a little bit more. And he immediately headed over to Impact Wrestling. So uh, he gone. Still on the roster page. Also still on the roster page is Colt Cabana, who is still under contract to AEW, I'm told. The full story is on FightfulSelect.com. But... um I'm told that effectively he's out of the Dark Order, like on AEW TV, uh-huh. and he's an ROH guy. Again, there's a lot of implications with CM Punk and a lot of stuff like that. We saw Stu Grayson hit the bricks as well. That is, and man, we watched Dark Order Alex go from this creepy cult to a fun social club, and unfortunately lost Brody Lee along the way. I feel like a lot was left on the table with Dark Order, especially with Hangman Page. And a little bit of that got rectified here tonight. Right. But to me, some of it was too little, too late. You have the Dark Order without those three, but with negative one out there in Brody's uh, hometown – and evil Uno says, Dark Order is forever. We're not going anywhere. The six of us. Yes. So he, it, it's established, it's the six of them. Yeah. Meanwhile, you can run a, a whole damn stable on the outside. Right. You can, you could have a, a team of Dark Order on, on the outside of AEW right now. But it did seem like this was responding a little bit to that. Sure. But I think the more you lose from the fun social club, it does, it, it takes away, I mean, their, their heart was taken away because Brody Lee unfortunately got right. taken away and there's nothing you could do about that. But it does eliminate the idea that this is the super, super tight-knit group can't be separated no matter what.
4: Right. Um, and like business is always going to get in the way of that. And I understand of it. Um, Like Stu Grayson just wanting to wrestle more. Like, I totally get it. That guy's really, really good at wrestling. And Alan Angel's made the right decision for himself. I mean, like, when he signed with AEW, what was he, 23? Like, like he was so young and hadn't done a whole lot on the indies and hadn't, like, the. the it's going to be really hard to move up incrementally within the ranks of AEW when you don't, when there's just this huge logjam of people above you on the card as opposed to... Go to Impact, go to the Indies, start making noise, have some banger, some 25-minute banger with Nick Wayne somewhere, and, and actually like decide, okay, so this is what we're going to do. I'm going to show everybody that I'm the real, real deal, and I'm going to get overtures from everywhere, and the amount of money he's going to make in two years coming back to AEW or going to WWE, NXT, whatever, go, or signing a long-term contract somewhere else is going to be a lot more than he'd be able to do. Just kind of like, hey, every three months I'll get a match on TV and I'll get a look really, yeah. really good in a nine-minute loss as opposed to going somewhere else and being able to be a main attraction.
0: Chris Rain says, do you think this is a really great start for the Dark Order or was that just because of Rochester? I think it's because of Rochester. Yeah. Uh, Hangman comes out, helps beat up QT Marshall, great pop, cowboy shit. I never thought I'd say this, but here we go. I'm able says, can we see the former Bray Wyatt in AEW with the remaining dark order to become the Wyatt six? I think it can be a really good idea. <laughs> and I haven't seen a spot for Bray Wyatt in right. AEW until now. That comes with an awful lot of caveats, Alex. Yes. No bullshit lore no middle school audio-visual presentations, no worms. If anything, he says, I know Brody, and Brody would not have wanted you all to act like this. Yeah, Because if there's one guy that carries that leader credibility Mm -hmm. on the same plane as Mr. Brody Lee, it is... Wyatt that's it that he's the, the only one all due respect to Eric Redbeard all due respect to Braun Strowman who yeah. you know posts some wild shit on the internet but I loved him as a performer yeah they can't master that the way or haven't mastered that the way that right that Bray Wyatt has in the ring well I mean it, there's uh plenty to be desired I'm sure but um And by the way, guys, if you're saying Sean got to check Twitter about now, you need to be a little more descriptive or send it to me, by the way. that's But I ain't going to scroll through Twitter in the middle of my show. All of Twitter. uh,
4: Just check all of Twitter. Yeah, just check all
0: of Twitter. But I think that there's a possibility that that happens. And if you have an introductory feud for Bray Wyatt, goddamn Hangman Page is an awfully great way to do it. And there is a story there with Bray Wyatt saying I blame him. Yeah. I blame Hangman cuz this bullshit didn't happen until he came around. Yeah. This this goofy shit mm-hmm. didn't happen until this guy started to hang out with you guys. Yep. In place of my friend
4: There you go. Um also there's a really cool thing of um of splitting the Dark Order of who sides with Hangman and who sides with Wyndham. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, I think there's a really cool thing there. And you know immediately who's siding with Wyndham is Alex Reynolds, who's never liked Hangman. Like that's a whole story in there as well. Um, And trying to figure out, you know, how that shakes out and whether or not one of them can then call all of them, all the rest of the guys to his side. Uh, there's a really cool uh, possible story there. I don't know what their plans are with Hangman for right now, but that's a cool way of, of just keeping him away from the top titles to, but also in a prominent position, if you'd want to do that. Um, uh, I, I thought tonight was a, what was a nice little, um, a nice little thing for Bodie for, for negative one for, for Brody Lee jr. To do um, to come out and, uh, and and get to tell QT, uh, I'm going to pin you in about mm, seven, eight years, and then I'm going to yeah. pin you then. So
0: what people were pointing out was um, Dak saying my report about Colt Cabana uh, originally not being uh, expected to be re-signed by AEW was fabrication. I can tell you that is not true. Um, I don't believe he read the story. I'm, spe- I'm actually speaking with him right now. There were talent that straight up said as far back as March that they believed that uh, CM Punk was the reason that Colt Cabana wasn't being re-signed, was because of him. And then, and this is in the story too, mind you, that uh, when the Dark Order started to get picked off, so to speak, or not picked off, but started to go away, they sort of changed their stance on that. But um, yeah, as far as... uh, this, I think, this is the one spot for a white. Do I think he's going to do it? I don't know, I don't think so, but um, yeah, I, I don't think that that's going to be the spot for them. But right, anything's possible. JW Pringle says, With a lot of their top talent out, AEW still humps. Yep. And John says, With each TNT champion having their own TNT title belt, what do you think Wardlow's TNT title belt will look like? Keep up the great reactions in the ad reads, Alex. What do you think it looks like?
4: Uh, I don't know. Something maybe a little bit more clean, like a, just, just a, a black leather, maybe uh, silver little gold inlays, something simple as opposed to like, you know, uh, make the whole thing purple and gold for Lakers colors or whatever. I don't know. I, don't, I honestly don't know what, what Wardlow's into, but I was thinking something a little bit more traditional maybe. We've got
0: Shauna Walensky says, I love that Dan Housen is Orange Cassidy's Lawyer. Just brilliant. I That's pop loudly. It is a great touch.
4: Sustained.
0: Yes. <laughs> Jordan Scott says, if Hangman and the Elite pair back up, I see Bray and Dark Order being a solid feud mm-hmm. too. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I I do too. Um, I could, it, we have seen him capable of having banger matches. Yeah. Patrick Johnson says, if you watch BTE, they're teasing Bucks and Hangman Reunion. And I mean, with all the injuries going on with Elite and Undisputed Air, I can see how they would just pivot and be like, well, we ain't getting that anytime soon. Yeah. Oh, the Matt Menard promo. I know you'll want to talk about that, oh. so, so go ahead.
4: Um, just listen, uh, Matt Menard is, has proven himself uh, in every which way. Over and over again, both him and Parker, but especially Matt Menard, um, uh, like that that thing, because it wasn't even a promo. Like it was, it was, a, it was an, um, I, I don't like it was an event. Like that was just like that was a seismic event that he that he created with that promo, just as raw and real as it could possibly get. He worked himself into such a lather that he started bleeding again. Like he was so intense with his words that the cuts reopened and started pouring down his face again. Um, uh, All of it was so great. And I love, I love, love, love that he's almost got it. You've almost got it, Matt Menard. The whole thing of like, no, it's all Eddie Kingston's fault. No, it's not. You, you he, he says, I missed the first the, steps, the first step, the first step my, my kids' first steps. I missed that because I was here, because we had to deal with Eddie Kingston tonight. No, 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 you missed it because of Jericho, because Jericho needs you to back him up the same way that he needed Santana and Ortiz, and they never got their shot at the titles because they were always had to back him up in some feud with somebody. Jericho can't stand on his own and always needs a minimum of four guys to back him up at all times. Once you realize that, Matt Menard, you'll get away from this. I think that there's there, – there, I don't know that they're ever going to go that way, but the seeds were planted within that promo as he talked about how much he loved Jericho and how he'd always be loyal to him. He also realizes that, honestly, the only reason he was there is because he had to handle Jericho's shit for him. Like, all of that was was so, so good. Um, they're going to have, have a little feud, I'm sure, a one-on-one match. has got to be in there between him and, and Kingston. It's going to be amazing. Let him have ten minutes to cut promos on each other in the ring one night. That'd be great. But that guy is way too good to be playing fourth fiddle to this rendition of Chris Jericho right now. Like whenever they split up (laughs) Yas, whenever they split up, whenever they split up Yas, like put that guy on his own island. Let him get himself over with his words, and then strap a rocket to him. He's great.
0: That was just unbelievable. And I saw some people saying, well, that's a baby face promo. And I'm like, wait, wait, he's, he cares about his family. But the thing is, he's so delusional that he doesn't regret being there for Jericho. Yes. yes. Overseeing his kids first steps. Jake says, SRS tweeting while live reviewing having a little chat with Dax. He understands. He said, Hey, quote, tweet my tweet. Correct it. There we go. Yeah. So on the same page there. Yes. Finding me some nice people to block, though. That's fun. Jay says, it feels like JR doesn't enjoy the AEW product when he's calling matches in comparison to his WWE or New Japan work. It has sometimes felt like that. Like he feels like, oh, I got to correct. I got to correct. Yeah. It's, your job is to promote it. Yeah. Ian Hunter says, you and Jimmy should open the doors and do a live in-person listen, your boys show. For those in Toronto, I'll give you another $5 Canadian. Thank you for your 25 cents. U (laughs) S D DNC digital says, I'd love to have the opportunity to have a conversation about a job with fightful. I have video podcast experience at the moment. We don't have anything. We just filled things. But if you send me an email with all your info, they all do stay on file. And then when we're hiring, all you got to do is ping me. Let me know what your name is. And I'll be able to search it very, very easily. Claudio and Jake Hager interview. We get a match between them next week. But also, we get an Eddie Kingston interview. He congratulates Wardlow, and then he starts talking trash. But then we get uh, what we revealed on FightfulSelect.com it was actually filmed last week because yep. Jericho is in the UK right now he's, with he's ITR on
4: a completely different continent,
0: different continent. But I love it. I love that yeah. they do this stuff ahead of time. Oh
4: yeah, keep them on the show. But here's the other thing: like that just shows that you ab- that you know that you've planned ahead several days in advance as opposed to ripping up the script right before you go live. Um, this is great. They actually know what they're going to do. They, they they script it out to a point where Eddie Kingston has to say in the ring live, I'm going to taste your blood. I want to taste your blood so that they can cue the pre-tape, which wasn't even a pre-tape. That was a pre-pre-pre-tape. That was how long they had to tape that thing. That's great. I, I thought that was all good. Um, I, I, I have to, I have to shout this out. There's a guy who tweeted me this, uh, who says, uh, he's he's at force of will play on Twitter who has a really good idea. They're not going to do it. I think it's a really good idea though. Storyline wise, Sammy should be pissed at Jericho for blood and guts because last year when they were, when MJF was about to toss Jericho off the roof, Sammy surrendered the match to make sure that they didn't throw Jericho off the roof. Last week, Jericho sat there and watched Sammy get tossed off the roof and did nothing about it. So Sammy has a storyline reason to be pissed at Jericho if they ever want to do that at some point. Because here's the thing. They don't even have to do that right now. Six months from now, Sammy could bring that up in a promo and it could be a reason why they they hate each other again.
0: Love it. I absolutely love it. JB Pringle says, plan ahead? Never heard of it. (laughs) Yeah. Damn, bro. We've got Joey Bagadonit saying Chris Jericho is such a great magical wizard that he used magic to hold Ruby's arm up to get hit by the <laughs> card door. I do hate that. I do hate that. But uh, Ty or Ty Conti doing this, I, I like that. That helps set up their match as well. Yeah. Roosh versus Penta. This one didn't quite hit as well for me. This there was not a lot, of, this didn't get a lot of time to breathe, or uh-huh. they just didn't let it breathe. Roosh ain't doing jobs, so it's gonna be interesting to see how this run goes.
4: Yeah. How'd you feel about this one? Um I, I think I felt the same way you did. I was kind of disappointed. Um, there there was some there were some interesting spots in there, but it wasn't like what I wanted out of this. I feel like this is just them warming up. Cause we're gonna get Andrade and Roosh versus the Lucha brothers at all out, probably. Like that's gonna probably be the blow off of the whole thing. Um is going to be that so along the way we'll get several in um um uh iterations of this feud along the way we might get an an alex abrahantes versus uh jose the assistant match on dark along the way you never know there's they're they're just crazy enough to try it
0: we got butcher and blade versus swerve in our glory um swerving our glory works really well they tease the dissension there was the miscommunication there yeah. but they end up winning tom Lavalley says butcher and blade got a huge pop in rochester even yeah. a bigger one will come in two months them and garcia we're gonna be cheering heels in buffalo uh butcher and the blade almost every time i see i see them on tv they're losing but and, and it's like eliminated the doubt like eliminated the 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 intrigue, so to speak, right. but yeah.
4: It, it is one of those deals of um, they're, they're a, a, a very top yeah. example of how the hell are these guys 30 matches over 500? Like when have they, when have I ever watched them win a match? And the thing is I haven't because I don't watch dark and dark elevation all that much. Um, unless somebody tells me you have to watch this match. I will go and seek out the match, not the entire episode. because Just don't have that kind of time. Um, so these are the kind of their are with hey they're they're the fourth or fifth rank team in the rankings they got to be there for wins at some point Um, but I still do really do enjoy watching them work together I love the butcher man that guy's great Um, and I loved how Keith Lee manhandled him and it pissed him off like he went out there and got a chair because he was gonna just brain Keith Lee with it because he's just like screw it I don't care um, I uh, you're not gonna disrespect me like that. I thought that was great. I also loved the minutes of communication that you mentioned, um, where where Keith Lee accidentally pounced, uh, swerve, yes. but, but Swerve right Cell after, was great, was so great. Right after that, <clears throat> Swerve on the top rope, accidentally almost falls off, and and Keith Lee snakes a big paw out there to grab his hand, pull him back up, fist bump before they did that. They do their big um, strictly business, is what I call it. That power bomb double foot stomp thing. Uh, I thought that will that moment where they where he pulled him up and the fist bump was great. Because I you gotta keep them together enough to make the next thing we're gonna talk about seem believable next week. Uh, because I'm all in on that. That's gonna be great.
0: Excited to see how that goes. Nathan DePaul says, hopefully we get Ruby versus Tay soon. We will joe lethal announced for death before dishonor but also ftr and the briscoes yeah i know at one point dax did not want this rematch to ever happen wow uh, are you surprised that it is
4: um that, that it's happening uh am i surprised that it's happening no did i think it would happen also no like that's that's kind of like i'm not surprised because like why wouldn't you want to run back what is generally known as one of the greatest tag team matches of all time? Why wouldn't you want to run that back if you had the opportunity to sell some damn papes?
2: Yeah. Like, come on!
4: Like that's that's a great way. Like they're 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 announcing stuff. They're gonna get to whoever the hell Gresham faces is gonna be a dream match. There's all kinds of things you can throw in to a, a, for, to this kind of uh pay per view to get people to buy it, and this is a top one. Um, i'm I'm very intrigued uh, by that not so much Joe and lethal I'm not really sure I, I'm, I'm really worried that, that that's gonna be overbooked to hell uh, with with the big man getting involved too much. Um, but FTR and the Briscoes that's enough to drop50 dollars right there.
0: oh man this match was a classic one of the best matches I've ever seen live one of the best matches I've ever seen live yeah. briscoe has been working impact. They lost the tag titles recently. We had ran that story on Fightful Select months ago that Warner Media was like, no, we're not doing the Briscoes, and that's understandable. Um, based on what I've heard since those issues, those original issues around the, the horrible tweet that Jay Briscoe put out, they've been on their best behavior. Have they truly changed? Who the hell knows? I, I don't know. The guys personally never talked to them. But um, the the fact that they're even working at Ring of Honor is interesting. Mm-hmm. However, outside of them being mentioned on the show, I don't know if we'll even see them on, on the, the channel. But, I mean, I- I'll say this. Warner Media has not had issue with them featuring some uh, all, at least equally unsavory characters on the right. show. So. yeah. Chris Rain says, how many tag title matches are they going to have without FTR in it? The loudest crowd reaction was for the tag team not even out there. At this point, Alex, it is concentrated. It is an angle. It mm-hmm. is part of it that they are avoiding FTR. Yes,
4: absolutely, they're avoiding FTR. I, I love the Young Bucks coming out and being like, hey, guys, there's no reason. Like, By the way, though, we got, we got to mention this. Starks losing his mind at the bottom of the ramp so much he had to walk back up the ramp to compose himself was amazing. I love that, that the back and forth between him and Swerves Swerve's not even on the mic. He's like, bring your bitch ass in the ring. Let's do it right now. And starts just going crazy, ripping off his polo shirt. That was great. And the Young Bucks coming out I'm like, hey, you guys, uh, you want to fight? Well, how about you fight us also? Because we don't, we're not scared of either of you. But they are scared of FTR. And th- this is this is a, a very clever little way of getting all the competition out of the way. So there's literally nobody else for Tony Khan to book them against at all out other than FTR. It's perfect.
0: Yep. Give give no option uh, but to do that match a major yep. match for the titles. What else we got? Kylie's saying I'm halfway through Dynamite and haven't got to the Fightful review yet, but did this show feel off, or is it just me? Did you feel like this show was off? I definitely did at some points, but certain, I enjoyed the show. I,
4: I, will, I will tell you um, that up until the main event, the stuff that I loved the most about this episode did not involve wrestling. It involved talking, and that's a really rare thing for AEW. Like, two pre-taped promos... Oh, I guess three, if you want to count Moxley's, which I actually really liked at the beginning of the night. Um, and then the, the Christian stuff in the ring. And, and even even uh, Eddie and even Jade Cargill and, and Malcolm Bivens. I mean, and Stokely Hathaway, like all that stuff. I, I actually really, really enjoyed more than the ring work throughout most of the night until we got to the main event. Um, but like some of those, some of the pre-tapes, the Miro one and the Malachi Black one, Like, had me, like, goosebumping all over the place. Like, I'm I'm so, so excited.
0: (laughs) Tony says, Briscoes could win the Impact titles before the ROH pay-per-view. Oh, my God. Do it! I mean, listen. Good Brothers deals are up next weekend. Right. I'm just saying. The Good Brothers deals are up. And, by God, you know what? They'll be in the same state as me. I got to shove a microphone in their face that weekend. But that's what let's do it let's do it put the impact titles on the briscoes and let's just all of them all of them can they win the wrestling society x tag titles yeah all of them get the lucha underground trios titles find another (laughs) (laughs) briscoe i'm ready for it i'm ready for it jake salazar says i'm sick of that tweet or this that tweet was yeah. dang 10 years ago. It's BS acting like people. Oh, okay. Talking about the Briscoes. Yeah. I, I do believe people can change. Absolutely. I I said and acted sure. some ignorant ass ways when I was young. And I looked back and I was like, man, that but saying that could hurt somebody's feelings. And it's not something that you're cognizant of when you're younger. He was a grown ass man, but yep. I don't think grown ass men are above growing either. Right. Um, so I yeah. Dream Ninja says Bucks FTR has the main event. Whatever pay per view it's on, I don't know how you can throw it out there and not main event with it. Now, Alex,
4: yeah, at this point, like, however, <clears throat> Punk is back. Punk's main. Punk is main eventing all out. I'm very sorry about everybody else to whatever else you're doing. Punk is main eventing all out. It's in, if it's in Chicago, he's main eventing all out. On Unf- like I, I agree. Whatever show that Young Bucks versus FTR is on, that has to manifest the show, except if the show is in Chicago and CM Punk is wrestling on it for the top championship in AEW. That is the only exception to that rule, unfortunately.
0: Gun Club and Acclaimed <laughs> defeat uh, Fuego and Ruffin It. I love that their six-man name is, is name. utilized on here. But the ass boys cut off the acclaims intro, which is super heat, turned them baby oh, right huge. here. If they weren't baby before. And then after they get the win, quick win, Billy Gunn sides with his real sons. Yeah. And rerun says, daddy ass scissors no more. I thought this was really good booking. They cut off the intro. heel heat. They get the win. Heat. Billy Gunn, Says piss off Max Castor, my adopted son. Then he rips the heart out with yeah. Scissor Me Daddy Ass. Yes. And here we go. We're off to the races. And this is the first real feud for the Ass Boys.
4: Uh, yes, uh, and the acclaimed get to get to be cheered now, like like full full-heartedly. Everyone's like, no, okay, no up against the ass boys when daddy ass. Who we believed was making the right choice in choosing his adopted sons and not those two fuck ups that he actually sired in real life. Like, um, uh, I, I loved him choosing uh, Bowens and Castor was wonderful. He knows what the re- what the right choice is. And then of course, though blood is thicker than water, and he has to betray him. Et two, daddy ass? Uh, I, uh, th- I, it was great. It was so good. Um, get getting to we get to cheer the acclaimed f- fighting the ass boys. Who doesn't love that? And here's the thing though, there's gonna be a six man tag, and there's only one possible person that can come out and help the acclaimed versus the ass boys and daddy ass, and that is Dan Housen, who invented the ass boys. It's gonna be great,
0: my god. And
4: Dan Housen's gonna have to have a verse in the Max, Max Caster rap on that night,
0: yeah. I I'm I'm actually excited for this feud. I, I hope it's not relegated to, to something else because yeah. this has existed largely on Dynamite and Rampage. Yeah. Um Butler Lasagna said had to pour one out tonight for <laughs> uh, R.I.P. scissor me daddy ass. You'll yeah. be missed. Yes. Oh <sighs> Urs says, why do you have to do Bear Bronson like that? I mean, he's he, by the way, uh getting in great shape. Yeah. And uh R.I.P. scissor me daddy ass wasted the funniest thing i mean how much more could you do it they they did it to about the level they could yeah and simmons says that so makes this great is billy gunn looked like he didn't want to but those are his actual sons and he has to take their side yep ultimately blood is thicker than water i mean they got to bring in bart at some point
4: yeah they gotta <laughs> gotta get
0: uncle i would love bart it. in there get uncle bart and uncle there. bart throw that hook that's yeah. that's what i want to see I think that this is a great way. I think they built this excellently of yeah. late. Miro wants Malachi Black. shot. Kid 29 says, happy to see Alex hasn't died from happiness after the teases oh. of BCC versus House of Black and Miro versus House of Black. How'd you feel, Alex?
4: Okay, so the, fir- the first one. Um, a, I, 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 th- I think Moxley is the best natural promo in the business. Like, he, it just feels like he's just coming. He's just riffing. It's just riffing. I, I love that one. And the response to that, the the pre-tapes for the House of Black are so my jam. My jam has never been jammed so hard. That, that gosh, that his him standing there on one side of the screen, barely lit, and you know at the end of this thing, Brody King is going to step out of the shadows, and you're waiting for it, and you're waiting for it, and it doesn't disappoint. I envy you, John because you love violence so much and you're going to have so much violence done to you tonight i envy you john it's just oh, i love it but then we get miro talking about like i who have rattled the gates of heaven will destroy the gates of hell like ah just you 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 pray and you and you and you and you take control of those who are flawed and you've picked a fight with a man who is flawless ah my god Miro for like just Miro versus the house of black can last until this time next year. And I swear to God, I'll never get tired of it. I'll never get tired of it. It's going to be my thing forever. <laughs>
0: oh, I do love it. I do love it. 10 Ruza says fight. Just cut the stream. We got up to halfway through Eddie Takeshta. thought we were getting the whole show would be cool for AEW plus members and eloquent says Eddie and Takashta or to have having a banger. Well, listen, Maybe you live in the States, but you want EW plus yeah. and you want to take a trip to Lithuania. Hmm. NordVPN.com slash Fightful allows you to do that because you can change your virtual location with just one click. And now they got three great plans for you. They got the basic with just the VPN. One tier up allows you to get a pass, and then one tier up beyond that allows you to get a locker. Works on all your devices. Phone, laptop, desktop, PC, router, TV, all that good stuff. And... Works everywhere. Change your virtual location, get a great deal, an additional month free and a 30-day money back guarantee. Get a lot of services that you can't get here in America or wherever you are and take that trip to, I don't know, Indonesia, Lithuania and access all the content that you desire. We got that online threat protection too. I'm traveling a lot. I'm on unsecured Wi-Fi at the hotel, at the airport. I don't want to get my info stolen. Block online trackers, block annoying pop-up ads, and malware with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Using this on my router specifically has proven to be one of the most versatile things that I could do. I use this every single day. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Check it out, my friends. (laughs) A little bit of an update dax posted i hadn't read the article just want to know i just want everyone to know that no one is getting anyone fired lfg there we go there you go there we go gave me a lot of good people to block though yeah there you go jade cargill interview layla gray is an interim baddie stokely is so good at this stuff He's like, $1,100. That's what it cost me.
4: <laughs> Everyone wants to know what I whispered in her ear last week. I'll tell you, $1,100.
0: <laughs> and listen. And
4: it's not $1, it, $1,000. If it, if it were $1,000, it wouldn't have been funny at all. No, it's the fact that no. he
0: said $1,100. i have got a spending limit <laughs> on my card. It's $1,100. That's what we got.
4: <laughs> I love I love that he can he can thanks for, for the daily
0: stipend, that, Tony.
4: Do you know uh, how hard it is to get somebody who was just trying to kick your ass to save your ass? That is what I do because I'm not a math whiz, but I know that three on two is better than two on two. Like he's so so good at this. He's he's worth every penny of whatever they're paying him doubled. Like, I, I, I absolutely love all of this. I love the moment where everybody else leaves, like, hey. If she screws up, it's on your ass, Stokely. And then he tries to, like, get her to fist bump him, and she doesn't do it. She's like, okay, I'll catch you later. And he walks away, straightened his tie. God, he's so great.
0: It's so good. And Jade's like, listen, all right, I'll let it slide. But she messes it up. It's on you. I like that. I like that. I dig it. Good stuff main deborah i was trying to figure out how to pronounce that says feels like they're actively avoiding baddies sunny i mean maybe um i think sunny should make it on a tv though
4: yeah
0: bailey fuller says i can see hook joining acclaimed versus ass boys i can't no caden says quick plug for my first ever time hosting an overbooked show today myself and rob wilkins did mid-year wrestling awards check that out fightful overbook. If you guys want just a plethora of additional content, Fightful Overbook has it. It is, I don't want to say our catch-all, but we have so much great content over there. And as always, FightfulSelect.com. I had a big story on the WES show cancellation. If you say, what's that? It was the show that AOP was set to return on. Uh, Nia Jax, Lana, a lot of people were were set to be there. A ton of news on that. Backstage notes on Dynamite, uh, the Colt Cabana story. Uh Scott Edwards is posting Joshi scoops over there. We've got internal updates that, that touted the money in the bank success. Uh, we had a very interesting note on OVW and Netflix that I'll kind of tell you all about now. Uh, because I know a lot of people looked at that and said, What could be interesting about OVW? Netflix retains the right of first refusal on OVW's TV rights. Hmm. Why would they possibly want that, Alex? Why would they do that? Why would they possibly want that? Well, maybe they want to test out wrestling content Hmm. on Netflix, which, by the way, is entertaining the idea of doing a live service, doing an active, uh, like, live to streaming service. Do I think it's a coincidence they're doing this just in time for, like, I don't know, 2023, 2024, when some of these rights are going to come up? No, I do not. I don't know. Scoops like that over at FightfulSelect.com. Check it out. Thunderstorm. God damn it, I love the name. It's just so easy. It's,
4: it was one of those things. Somebody backstage was like, hey, like, Tony yeah. Storm, Thunder Rosa, Thunderstorm, and then someone was like, well, now we gotta put them together. Like, we can't not. Like, you have yes. to do it now that you got the name.
0: Yep. I love it. I love it. Uh, what'd you think of this match? I mean, you know, there was a lot made of Marina and Thunder Rosa. They ain't taking it easy on each other. As nope. a result, no. Uh, Chris Reigns loves Nyla with the umbrella. I like that too. The umbrella, out, the umbrella was really good. Marina using the umbrellas. Yes. Great. Who, I mean, like it's, the one guy that was doing it, ain't wrestling anytime soon. That's right. So uh, uh, it's hers yes.
4: now. Yep. I, I loved, well, I mean like, what do you, what do you need to to protect yourself from a thunderstorm? Umbrellas. It's perfect. I, I thought it was great. Um, I love also how animated Nyla is and, and fear just holding the umbrella stock still like walking slowly down the ramp. No expression at all. They're a perfect odd couple tag team. Like I, I, I love them together. Uh, I don't know what it is about them, but they, they seem to compliment each other so well. Um, the, uh, elsewhere, they they're doing this thing with Mercedes Martinez and Serena Deeb, who seem to be working really well together as well. For whatever I've seen of it, this feels like there are enough now that if you wanted to create a real women's tag division, you have like um, uh, Athena and Chris Statlander have been have been seen together doing a lot of stuff. Um, you, you, there, there's the baddies. You could do a lot of stuff there where you could have enough of these factions that you could decide to put together a, a few things. And see what happens coming out of it.
0: Jester Design says, I've been thinking Thunder Rosa has a mission pro wrestling to call on in case of faction warfare. Thunder and the Renegade Twins versus Jade and the baddies is a match I won at least once. The Renegade Twins have been featured enough to where they can do that as well, but they've been they've been doing an awful lot of women's tag stuff of late, Alex. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Uh, and an awful I'm, lot. I'm as I said, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing what might come out of, I don't know if belts. Are a thing they might do, but they seem to have basically a tag division. You could run a women's tag tournament where the prize is a trophy and not a belt if you wanted to, because they have, they certainly have enough already at this point established uh, factions and tag teams that you could do that.
0: Main event, John Moxley versus Brody King. Guys, get in your super chats, get in your humper chats. We would greatly appreciate it if you did also leave a thumbs up on this video it mean an awful lot
4: john moxley wins this one went did it, this go a little bit over yes it did uh it went it, like a, a few seconds over so that like i i'm watching on my dvr so i can fast forward the commercials that i miss when i have to like you know go and do other stuff and come back and i've had to pause it so i fast forward but My DVR said I was live. I was not live. I was a few seconds behind. So right in the middle of the end of the match, boop, gone. And I couldn't find it anywhere else. So I had to like find it on Twitter. Yeah, it went over. I love this. I love this because Brody King, uh, I called him on the post-Rampage show last week. I called him a sadistic tattooed refrigerator. Like that man is gigantic. He is angry. He will hurt you because he likes to. I I love what he does. I love uh the what putting Moxley up against that guy in his first interim title defense shows about Mox is that Mox is a big dude. You don't think about how big Mox is. He's like six three and he is dwarfed. Like yeah. they, they were throwing, throwing forearms back and forth, and like Brody King, like. Like laid one in, and I was like, I think he just concussed John Moxley because that <laughs> thing got hit him real hard. Gosh, I I, I really really love this match.
0: This was good stuff. I mean this this was this was a a great way to just like set up a match. Last week, have a match last week that matters. Add a little bit of stakes to it. Ah, uh, Brent Lockman says harder than a coffin nail. Regal is just invaluable. He he was great here, yeah, but um, yeah. Joey it says Brody King looking strong even in a loss. He can go far in AEW. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, I I don't know if he's he's probably not gonna be world champion at least, no. based on how we're seeing it now. But man, he was a great hire.
4: He's a he's a great hire. He he really he like there's they're obviously doing a. Um, uh, uh, a Miro not versus Malachi, but versus the entire House of Black thing. So Miro versus versus Brody King is a thing we're getting, and Jesus, the the amount of meaty men slapping meat in that match, Jesus. Um, I I can't wait for it. But he's he's got. I think there's a chance he holds tag gold at some point, depending on how often they change those things back and forth. Um, but, uh, but he's, he's really great. He's invaluable. And one thing I do love is I love that Moxley has the bulldog choke as a potential finisher when he's got guys that he's, I'm sorry, um, uh, we're not going to pin this guy. He's not going to tap out. He is going to lose though. It's a perfect thing because Ethan page got choked out in it. He didn't have to tap out. He didn't have to get pinned. It really made him look great in that match. Um, and the same thing with Brody King here. I think that's a wonderful thing for for Moxley to be able to break out in, in the perfect situation to keep that guy he's facing looking strong.
0: Johnny Hirschman said Darby and Sting came out post-match uh, to to face off with Brody. And Johnny Hirschman says might be seeing Sting, Darby, Miro against House of Black, Big W. I mean, that'd, that'd be interesting. I don't know how Miro would fit in with them. I,
4: I just, I love the idea of, of of Miro saying I do not need I do not need you or your goth papa I, I will take them by myself but then booking the match anyway and him refusing to tag out because he's just he's just a, such a lone wolf it's so great
0: Tom LaValle says just finished Moxa's audiobook great read this match was great give me BCC versus everybody Yas Miro House of Black whoever you got Um, I haven't listened to the auto audio book. I read the majority of it and oh my God, it's so good. And what I admired about it and what he had told me that he wanted to do was he wanted to do stories that he hadn't brought up in interviews before. So it wasn't like an all encompassing. This is my life. He wanted to provide context that hadn't been heard before. And I think that's the perfect hook for a book, especially in this medium where you're doing a lot of media interviews and you're telling a lot of stories, Alex.
4: Yeah, um, uh, I'm I'm very excited I'm going to get the audiobook too. I've, I've been waiting for it. I didn't want to read it. I wanted to hear him tell it because he's such a great storyteller. Um, and I wanted to hear I wanted to hear it from the man in his words about what he went through. Uh, I have heard some clips from the audiobook. I I can't wait to like be able to have like a long drive or something where I'm going to be able to just sit and listen. Um, he's he's very very good. Um I, I telling that story and I'm I'm excited to hear it.
0: Follow up says just a reminder, Thunder Rosa is going to Japan to wrestle Yamashita this week and uh this weekend at TJPW Summer Sun Princess. You can get on Wrestle Universe free for two weeks. Uh yeah, we've got Scott doing some coverage on that as well. Bailey says, House of Black. <laughs> God damn it, guys. You guys are gonna have to start typing in BCC. Uh and so <laughs> Let me tell you, the House of Black versus the BBC sounds like something way different than what you're intending.
4: It's a very different thing.
0: Way different than what you're thinking. Yeah. So sign me the F.
4: Yeah.
0: I can see them doing this at all out of the era feud. Claudia versus Brody. Uta versus Buddy. Mox versus Black. I hope TK books it. Oh, no. Uh, I think those are all good-sounding matches. Michael Key says, Hey, Sean, sorry I'm late. Could you please use your scoop to look into why Daddy asked? Broke my heart. Thanks in advance. I didn't think I would be as interested in this story as I am, and I'm very interested in it. Yeah. Irene says, Any MJF news, it's noticeable and a potentially great storyline now. Pinnacle are doing great without him. Yes, they are. They're doing better Without him. Uh-huh. And they mentioned his name on TV for the first time in a while. Nick Jackson said, we're better than you and you know it. Yep. I'll, I'll tell you this. I have not heard from him, JF, since the week of the, the promo. A little bit after, I did hear from him. People in AEW have not heard from him. By that, I mean the roster. I haven't heard anybody right. that, that's talked to him uh, since then. And in fact, there was a person who was pretty close to him a couple of days later that said... Okay, I need to know what you know, because what i known has been wrong. Yeah. Uh, I, I talked to one wrestler at another company that saw him at Disney, <laughs> of all places, but didn't get to talk to him. They were on the phone. That's about the extent of it right now. I'll see what else I can find out. Yeah. Nathan DePaul says, any emphasis or an emphasis on women's tag team wrestling? You say, hmm it is pretty noticeable. And I mean, I know a lot of people are like Sasha and Naomi. I don't think so. I think if you got Sasha, you bring him in as bring her in as yeah. Like that's who you put with Rosa, Britt, Jade and oh. your fourth. There's uh, your she's... four horsewomen. Yeah. And JDB Pringle says British broadcasting company, right? SRS. <laughs> and right. Oh no. Yeah. Michael says BBC all in. Gives a whole new meaning to double or nothing.
4: Uh, it sure does.
0: <sighs> Alex, tell the people where they can find you.
4: Uh, you can find me on the Twitter, at Alex Sour You can find me on this here channel every uh, Tuesday talking about NXT 2.0 uh, with the wonderful uh, Miss uh, Kate Fabe, Kate Elizabeth. Also, over on uh, the Jimmy Van Sister Network, Know Your News Every Thursday, so that's tomorrow, uh, we release a new episode of Get the Flick Out of Here, where we talk about weird and bad and crazy movies, uh, including this one. Uh, This time it's our super patriotic, spectacular special talking (laughs) about Team America World Police, which is a fantastic movie that I feel like a lot of young people don't even know exists. And you got to go out and find it. It's so, so, so funny.
0: It is incredible. It is incredible. Ryan Lambert says, as a bisexual man, I am a fan of both BCC and BBC. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bailey Fuller says, Tony Schiavone said MJF walked out on AEW unrestricted. Tony can, Tony Schiavone can do things like blurt things out that maybe he's not supposed yeah. to mm-hmm. or work. So right there you go. Uh, guys, we've got the impact post show this week. We've got uh, the post Smackdown show as well. Bianca Belair interview coming this Friday early access on fightfulselect.com. Please leave us a thumbs up until next time, guys check out our sponsors at Harry's.com slash fightful and NordVPN.com slash fightful. We're out.
1: Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too.